What? Yo, it's AFJ, man, from Stonewall Boulevard. You are listening to Mike and Tony's show. Y'all keep that thing locked. Look alive. Look alive. Be in this. What? Take two. We're back. My dad's actually here with us this time, which is good. Episode 94. Supposed to happen last week. Snowed. Didn't happen. Shut up. Mike's messing with me now. <laughs> Mike is messing with me. He's pretending like his mic was not on so I could panic. Stop the show again. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but we are here. Stonewall Boulevard is in the house. Yes. Whoa. Franchise, yes. franchise, franchise. Yes. It's been a long league, time. League, league. You're hearing the voice of Avery and Dom. What's one up? Of, one of our most frequent guests, as we said a, yeah. minute, a moment, moment ago. ago. That nobody heard. <laughs> that, you'll yeah. never hear that You'll never hear that. No. Never like episode five, Mike. But it's in our memories. Remember episode five? <laughs> episode five. Never forget. Yeah. <laughs> never forget. John Letzel. Hashtag. Hashtag. Yeah. We lost, in all the episodes we've done, we lost one episode. Oh, damn. Yeah. We had technical difficulties, and then the whole thing got burned. We didn't skip it. I was recording on a Korg D3200. Remember that? Yep. Big old bulky ass thing. It took us hours yeah. to upload episodes. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. You would hang out with me, too. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you lose the 13th episode also? No. No. That was the one that had weird glitches on it. Yeah. That was a scary oh, that one. That Were you on that, one. Dom? Episode 13? Who was on 13? So. No, it was Mo and uh, other Dom. Oh, brother. yeah, my brother Dom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a scary Yeah, episode. weird we stuff weird happened. Shit, like, it was, like, glitching at weird moments and, like, yes. scary times when we were talking yep. about the, the um, Lisa Black Lim. Dahlia. Lisa Lim. Oh, yep. yeah, that, too, because it's yep. really at the same place, yep. same hotel. We were creeping out. Oh, my God. That yeah. was a creepy episode. And so, and it was, like, the you could see the waves. But there was no, you couldn't hear the vocals, and they dropped out every time. Right when I started talking about the Lisa Lim thing, do you know? Do you know who this is, or what? Anything Ooh. about that? Mm. Start Lisa the podcast yeah. off with a Halloween story. <laughs> Lisa Lim. Yes. I don't know that. Go <laughs> <laughs> way back. I thought you were just saying. Hairs in the back of my neck just stood up and said, like, "Oh God." <laughs> Now, it's a story of this it was it's this hotel where it's like haunted and really weird shit happens. Oh yeah. This chick was there. She started they got her on camera doing weird stuff. She came out of the elevator, elevator. was like doing some weird ass dance and she was like looking like somebody was down the hallway chasing her. And then she vanished. That's weird. And then no. they found, they found her, her like her 5 weeks sealed. later. Sealed. Like they dead? found her in a sealed water container. Let's Whoa. let's stop talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> sealed creepy. water container. Yeah, this is really weird. Bro. Yeah. 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 I'm scared. It's a great yeah. start. Dude, I'm scared every time it comes yeah. up. Y'all had that great throwback Nickelodeon music playing in the front. <laughs> and that's how we get our Talk listeners. about some Lisa Lamb. <laughs> Scaring everybody, man. No, we're not here to talk about Lisa Lamb or any other, no more creepy stories. Okay. Episode 94, nothing creepy about that number. Yeah. So, uh, uh, we went and saw your show Wednesday. That was the cool thing. The, it, everything happens for a reason. It does. The snow yeah. stopped us last Friday. Yep. Right. Then we right. were able to come out and catch your show this Wednesday, which right. was uh, off the chain. It was yeah. fucking amazing. Thank you. Man. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, had a great time. And so uh, I got to see what you guys were up to, which, mm-hmm. which yeah. was really awesome. Yeah. We made a new friend in Kevin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some so random funny. guy that was uh, we were taking a selfie. I don't know if you guys saw that picture. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did. That guy we took in the, the selfie. And there was like another guy in the background. He's just like. <laughs> He was like making a weird face, and hey, I yo. turned around. I looked at him. I said, "You're in all my memories." Hey, yo, fast <laughs> shout <laughs> like, out to Kevin right now, man. Yeah, Kevin, shout out Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, what's good with your dog? 
Holla at me later, Playboy. <laughs> oh, should have asked him for his Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Tag what's your, what's your Instagram, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, the show was awesome. It was good. It was it was live. It was, it was a good turnout for a Wednesday. It was an yeah. amazing turnout. Yeah. Was a lot of people yeah. in there, man. Yeah. I could not believe that, actually. That was weird. That was... There's a good I, amount of people. People know what's up, like, man. I thought like 30 Oof. people tops would come. And then yeah. we got there. And it, at the beginning, it was kind of a little bit like, okay, yeah. this is going to be the crowd. And it started but filling in. But by the time in. we yep. got on, it was, it was just packed. Yeah, it was. That was, like, that, was our, that was only our third show as yeah. uh, Stonewall Boulevard. So that was pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so when did you guys form? Okay, so, and this is something I wanted to do tonight, Don. Take this oh, opportunity sh- to just kind of get the timeline. Yeah, your timeline, what your current stuff that you're actually working on, and just help me sort all that out because you've been in, you've done a lot of shit that I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge Thank fan you. of your writing, your performing, everything. Um, so down goes Fraser was the first thing I heard of. I mean, I've known you for years, but mm-hmm. that was the first of your music I really heard where you were we're in something like that and i fell in love with that band some of the songs you guys did were amazing take me from there so started off Douglas fraser uh i called up or no i texted avery and i was like hey you want to start a band and he said fuck yes (laughs) so then we picked up zilla because we were already jamming out with him the drummer he's our drummer zilla uh and then uh we got elvis and then later on we got becky and we performed for like a year about a year yeah, that's for sure. And then we broke up uh, for certain reasons. Uh, people had other things they wanted to do. Is it because uh, you didn't get his memes? Mike, y'all got us at this podcast. We're having a great time right now. <laughs> Friendly conversation. <laughs> but don't you for one motherfucking second think that you go whoop my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then after that, I did a, I did a couple solo projects. Um, break up music, broken poet, and make up music. And then did you do the MPs in between that? The MPs was before that. Oh, before okay. MPs was when I was living in Portland with Antoine, and oh, we had a, oh yeah yeah we had the yeah. MPs together. And then uh, then I got back with Avery and Elvis, and we started uh, Stonewall Boulevard. That's the one. Uh, Smoking, Smoking Joe's. Joe's. Yeah. We started Smoking Joe's, and then uh, we broke up or we had to part ways, and then we got Bagdilla. So it was kind of like a we've always tried to keep it in family, you know. So. Yeah, and gotcha. now we're at Stonewall Boulevard. Now we're yeah. Stonewall. Yeah, Stonewall. So, so tell me how this came together. How did Stonewall come together? Oh, so like uh, that period of time where we uh, broke up as Down Goes Frazier. I uh, left. I went to the military actually, and uh, while I was in the military, I was stationed in Virginia. And uh, while I was there, they have a lot of monuments there for um, Confederate heroes and. I used to drive by this uh, Stonewall Jackson monument every day. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Like, stonewalling at one point meant, like, to stand for something. And now, like, we hear Stonewall, and we just associate it with, like, the, the worst of things. So, um, you know, I was like, nah, I don't like that at all. So came up with Stonewall Boulevard because it's like, you know, we guys and in the military, they say, like, once you get out, because I had never planned to be a lifer, I just kind of had to do that so I can get some discipline and get some direction. But um, they always say that you're going back to the block when you get out of the military, and it's, like, it's supposed to be a derogatory thing. And um, I realized that, like, if I go back to the block, I'm going to go back and I'm going to stand tall for something. 
everything that I believe in. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of how we came up with Stonewall Boulevard and uh, just ran with it, man. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Got in touch with my man Zilla, got in touch with Dom, told him I was coming back, and we just, uh, shit, the rest is history now. Look at look where we at now. You know what I'm saying? Doing our, doing our damn thing. And it's um, I think it's great providence that all those things happen because, I mean, it all happens for a reason. As corny as that may sound, it, it really does. Um, and it's beautiful. Man, that's an incredible that, story. I love it. Ain't corny at all. No, ain't corny at all. Thank you. No, and that's that's the mark. That's why you guys are so damn good, and it's just so enjoyable for people. It's because it comes from the heart. It's genuine, and you're trying to do something good in the world, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Your skills on the mic are, are uncanny, dude. You're rapping. Well, he, he plays the bass too. Don't, don't oh yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. But I just I love rap. Tony I love, was Tony dude, was Myron. Tony was miring that bass too. Yeah. When he saw it, he was like, dang, that's look at my, that bass. That's my signature, man. That's my, <laughs> that's my baby. That's my Irene. Yeah, what is it? it? What is it, man? I can't tell you. <laughs> I have to kill you. I yeah, if I tell you, I have to kill you in your sleep. <laughs> Where am I sleep? Oh, okay. shit. Never mind. You know, I still want to know, actually. Uh, well, it's worth it. I'm not saying it. Wow. <laughs> is it custom or something? Yeah. Well, you know what, man? It's, um, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, ESP and uh, what happened with the ESP is um, ESP is really known for like metal guitars and I think that like because it's a semi hollow and I think people yes. shy away from the semi hollow yeah. thing when they play metal music but I like as an artist I really admire the blues so like I like an acoustic feel to like the way that my instrument sounds um, so I picked that bass up and it took me hours to find it because for some reason like they just weren't um promoting it like they promote their other instruments and uh you know luckily i stumbled upon it and i saw it and i was like yo this is exactly my style like the look the gloss the finish the um even like the fretboard like, the, like every the hollow body because i'm half dead inside <laughs> <laughs> i've seen so many things but um yeah it just felt it felt appropriate it felt like once i saw it it was it's kind of like uh i think it's like picking Really, like it's weird. It's like picking the person that you love, kind of like you oh, find. I understand, it, you're like, bro. Yo, that thing yep. is mine, and that is gonna be me forever. And you know, like I, it's just what I stick to, and that's why, like, I hold, I hold on to it very dearly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I relate. I, I'm a guitar player myself, and also very acoustic dude. I like acoustic music. I've always played acoustic respect, guitar. Man, respect, but yeah. the, the secret to the, um, you know, just the rapping and um, the. Uh, playing the bass thing is um you know just i'm, I'm very talented <laughs> that's, no, that's no secret that's, yeah, no that's secret. not a secret we were at your show we, <laughs> we understand the, it's the secret to it <laughs> and your stage presence too man i well, absolutely love it well thank you man i mean i, I um you know i, I think that uh it took a, a long time to get it right i mean we've been through many bands together me and dom um uh you know he told the our story but like Aside from that, I've done music for a long time, and um, it took me a long time to develop confidence on stage. And uh, now I just have it, and I'm just like kind of more fearless with it, you know. And I was, yeah, I was telling somebody after the show, like we're theater kids, so we've we've been performing exactly. for a long That's, time. That was the big difference, you know. Exactly. When you guys took the stage, it was obviously it was the headliner was here, yeah, because you guys just took command of the room, and that it was it was awesome. A lot of that is Avery because he just puts off that energy. Dude, yeah, your vibe is so strong. He's like, it's he's like I'm man. that nigga, and you're like, wait, is that that nigga? <laughs> I like how you talk shit and you fuck with people. Yeah, you gotta talk shit to the people. You gotta talk yeah. shit. You, yeah. you gotta the 
the big thing about it is like, you know, we call it the block because it's like we want to make everybody feel like they're a part of the family. We want everybody to feel like uh, it's a neighborly community type thing, you know, and it, it involves everybody like to to come and see a band play can really be a tedious thing to do. But if you say, yo, we're not just playing a show like we're having a party and yep. everybody can come to this party. And we could all just party on the block, and it's like it's it's it brings everybody in. So to talk to everybody directly, even if you don't know them, there's some people that I spoke to in that audience that I didn't know directly, but I spoke to them as if I did, because it's like, yo, this is the you block. You really did, and I wondered. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, this is the block, and this is you know this is a, a comfortable space, and this is you know um, for all of us, it's 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 where we call home. So yeah, let's. Let's enjoy our time together. You know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're, we're neighbors for this time being. So Yeah. Did you have a good time, Mike? I enjoyed myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, like you said, the stage presence was good. Um, I mean, even like you said, there's people that you didn't even know there, and they were getting along with the music. They were going down with it, and I think it's, it's some of the music that you guys have is um, interactive. Thank you. You know, like uh, what, Stomping Stomp and Blows. It's interactive because it's that like it's, that, that's it, stomping. Yeah. It's that stomp, stomp. Mm -hmm. And then like the guitar riffing on that too. That's that's one of my favorite on your guys'. Yeah, yeah I love you guys got two guitar players with two yeah. totally yeah. different. Hey, fast shout, that song. Fast shout to my brothers, Alex Wheeler. Alex Wheeler, Sean Lewis. Sean Lewis on the lead, Alex Wheeler on the rhythm, man. Y'all my brothers, man. Love y'all. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like it was that song was interactive because you can stomp with it. You can do, you know, when you were doing that stomping part, and then just the the guitar riff with in that part yeah. in the middle because it's like da 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 yeah I was da, when they got da, here yeah I wasn't yeah. putting two and two together that that was the same song <laughs> yeah because I was like man I, don't, I guess it's not on the on the actual EP it's the first song it is yeah. I was like because I love that song too but I was like yeah. no I need that riff that part you yeah. were talking about he didn't listen to our music <laughs> oh shut your mouth that is not true <laughs> I'm just like, so your CD is, your CD is in my car right now <laughs> prove it two, let's go come on take this how long are these I believe you, Tom. I believe you. I believe you, baby. I, no, I love it. And part of what I love, too, especially the way when Mike's talking about that opener you guys started with, was just that kick. Duh. It's just so stripped down. Duh. There's something Duh. about it. It's yeah. just Duh. fucking primal, man. There's something you tap into there, too. Talking about that community and stuff, there's something and the simplicity of it. Mm. There's not a hell of a lot, especially in the intro. When you first started, you're like, it's like you're waiting, waiting. All of a sudden, bam, you're like, Duh. They fucking and then he started. starts rapping it, and then it yeah. starts going on. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that's Good. the most important part to me. The most important part of like putting this music together um, is making sure that it's simple enough for everybody to feel, but it's powerful enough for everybody to like, just like, I guess understand. Because it's like, well, that's in reverse. So it's simple enough for you to understand, powerful enough for you to feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and that's. Ultimately, what I try to do when it uh, comes to, like, the writing process and, like, the putting things together, because most of this stuff comes from, you know, a bass riff. and starts with a bass riff, and because the bass riff is driving it and the sense of leadership, it's like all the other things have to fall into place. And since they all have to fall into place with that just one instrument, you know, it's like it has to be simple, but it also has to be powerful. Mm -hmm. And um, I think the primal approach is what brings the power to it. You know, it's like because we're all together and we're all like this one unit, this one community thing, like I don't just take the power from the simplicity. I take the power from the listener and the audience. And it's, um, and it's a beautiful process, man. 
Yeah, man. I love it. Um, yeah. Have you ever seen like the bass is driving it? At one point in time, I think it was during Addict. I was like, is he also a fucking magician? Where is he at? Because like we were in the back, we were watching. And I was like, I don't see. A- where's a- Where's Avery? At? I don't. I don't see him. I think it was during Addict. Yeah. And then like he was like laying on the ground. All of a sudden he's like, I was like, oh shit! Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. magician. Yeah. So many things happen. So many things happen during Addict. So crazy. Because you got you got Sean in the crowd, and so you're looking at him, and then but you look back on stage. He's How, not I was there. like, where's Avery? And that's yeah. the scene. Tall is Sean. Sean's six eight, right? Six, six eight. eight. He's a monster. Yeah. yeah. He's a tall guy. Unbelievable. Yeah. When he stood up on that monitor in the front and was soloing. Yeah. Oh my God. Was yeah. that a Blink One Eight Two song? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. No, some forty one. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Fat lip. I'm not good on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fat lip. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <bro. laughs> tis, tis. You, you know veteran you. musician who's <laughs> turned forty, been playing longer, yeah, and you had been playing an instrument. Oh my goodness, bro! You don't know pop punk. What's going on <laughs> What's with you, up? man? Canadian, Canadian, Canadian <laughs> pop oh, punk. Part. Oh, hey, we just got old. Oh no! <laughs> Wait, what just happened? <laughs> Canadian. Okay. I feel triggered. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna activate my millennialism, and I'm gonna be uh, really upset right now. <laughs> and ask for an apology. Do you yeah. want to demand it? Demand, demand it. it now. I'm sorry. Yeah. Boycott. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're Please going to burn episodes of the Mike and Tony podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm always I'm a songwriter myself, so I'm always curious about you. Do most of the writing or all of it? No. Okay. Um, we the franchise, man. Uh, me and me and Dom, uh, we write everything together. So Absolutely. you do write? Didn't yeah, I just of, ask you that before the? No. Write all of it together, man. Oh, we, oh, you, we were talking about the change in that song, actually. Yeah, yeah. the change. And you yeah, were saying that was all him. I got the you. music, yeah. yeah. We write the lyrics. Yeah, the lyrics is, lyrically, everything comes together because of us. Yeah. Production-wise, like, I kind of take the, I take the lead in that direction. Like, uh, I'll tell people, it's what you play. Because one thing that people don't understand about production is, uh, and hip-hop is kind of to blame for this, but not the culprit, the main culprit. But it's like, production isn't just about, well... I did this and I I played it like no because like Quincy Jones was one of the like most famous and world renowned producers in this world. Quincy Jones doesn't play every instrument on the song, you know. Quincy Jones tells you what to play and you adhere to what he's saying, you know. So as a producer, um, I just try my best to um, make sure that uh, you know, I, and, I, and I listen so I don't take. 100% of the credit for the production, you know what I'm saying? Because if somebody says, this might sound a little better, I'll listen to that as well. But ultimately, like, the direction of the song, like, I just have to know all the changes and I just have to make sure that I put them together seamlessly so that they all flow and everything mm-hmm. just becomes, like, cohesive. Because if it's cohesive, then it's crisp. And if it's crisp, you're going to jam, you know what I mean? Yeah, and speaking of just the musical side of things, I, I was just... I was kind of floored by some of the changes and the I was telling you this upstairs before the podcast. Right. Just the types of changes you come up with. I mean, do you do you just how do you write? Do you just kinda of, when you're coming up with the musical stuff, you come up with it separate? Um or sometimes No, it, it it you know, it really depends. It depends on the song. It depends on the uh the spirit. Sometimes, um shoot, honestly, man, sometimes like Dom will just send me some lyrics, man. Yeah. And he just sends this me those guy. lyrics and I'm just like, Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and then yeah. It, you know once he does that, it's like all right. So now I've got to you know come, come up with a bass riff and come yeah. up with a bass riff, and then with that bass riff, I start coming up with my lyrics, 
I come up with my lyrics and then I can come up with changes, you know? Because the one thing about the song is like, obviously it can't just be the same throughout the entire thing. So mm -hmm. it's like, um, as long as it's, um, as long as it's within this, the same scale, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of the thing, but take some chances with the changes too. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you do. Take, I love take it. Take some and chances you, with it. That I was amazed at how you were able to seam those things together sometimes. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Like that song, like I didn't even realize it was the same song. Dude, that means <laughs> a lot to me. Oh my God. Yeah, no, it's really cool, man. And and you're just writing all the time, dude. Like you, he, this guy blows my mind. He came over one day. We had a little songwriting session. Popped Probably out like I don't know six, five, yeah, 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 five, six songs. No, nothing. An hour. Yeah, I yeah. still have those. I told you that yeah. before. You found them? Oh yeah. No, I've got them on my hard drive. I have yeah. two hard drives. Let's listen. To, let's listen to them after. Yeah. Okay. Hell it, yeah. It bothers me how much you write sometimes. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of uh, like. I'll be like, hey, he sends me all these songs. And I'll be like, take it easy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, chill. I'd chill. feel opposite, though. Because like, I feel like he'd send you, me songs. And I'd be like, I know you got more, dude. Yeah. What are you not sending me? <laughs> like, I'd feel offended. Like, what are you not sending me, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's more. What are you not sending me, Tom? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, like, I've worked with a lot of different artists. I've worked with a lot of different um genres of music um like dom is hands down one of the best writers that i've ever worked with in my life i i have yep. told people this you know in private and now it's public um that dom is actually a better writer than most people not never <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I'm still Abe, baby. <laughs> it's Abe Jazeera, dog. It's the Minister of Information. It's Avery Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Come on now. <laughs> she ain't better than me. <laughs> me. <laughs> me. I'm just kidding, yo. Sometimes he does. Sometimes, hey, sometimes Dom's will top me and I'll have to like, you know, go back in the drum board. Go back to the drum board. Like, oh, no, nah, this nigga not about to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been writing lyrics my entire life. And when we jammed, I was like, you know what? You, I'll just play some guitar. I'll come <laughs> out with some music. Yeah. You just keep doing your thing. You're just like, Burr. yeah. Just churning out yeah, lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, the, the, his phrasing. The phrasing. <laughs> that's a huge deal, too. The phrasing of the things that he has to say. Like, oh, man, like, um, shoot. I am young, but I'm also down. That's... The yeah. phrasing of yeah. the things that he says and a lot of the things that he, he like just writes on the spot most of the time is just it's amazing. That's the craziest part. I'm talking about this nigga like he's not right here. Yeah. Yeah. Hi Dom. <laughs> How you doing? Hello. Yeah. Well I, listeners know. I'm, I'm I mean <laughs> huge fan. I was he's, talking he's, so much shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> been in the family for years, man. Oh, so yeah, yeah. like we're like brothers, but uh it's been cool watching you do different projects and kind of mature over the years and just get better at everything better at your writing better at your vocals yeah uh, it's cool man it's a real treat and the way you two come together there's something there for sure it's yeah. kind of like mike and tony you know yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> 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 to draw a dichotomy <laughs> i like it <laughs> but is it dom and avery or is it avery and dom it's avery it's, and dom it's Ave and dom for sure Okay. Ave yeah. Dom. Ave Dom. It's got to go alphabetical order. That's okay. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so, that's what ours is too. He's right. Do you remember um, you were here? I think it was the last time you were here. Do you remember laying bass 
for one of my I songs. I do. Absolutely, I do. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. That one, I, do. I don't know. I have. The, it's got to be on a, on one of my drives oh, for man. sure. Yeah, I but do. I, yeah, that was yeah, fun, man. man. That was, that a, was a lot of fun. I used your bass for that actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, was given. Yeah, to yeah, me. yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't have, a, I didn't bring mine at the time, and uh, I, you know, what? it's crazy because the way that came, to, we were like, you were having a party. You're like partying over here. Yeah. We just like yep. happened we started to just like messing around. Yo, yeah, I do music, man. I play, you know what I'm saying? I play a little bass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do a little something on the side. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> Flashback. That's how I sounded four years ago. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, you you were you uh, stationed in another part of the country? Yeah, man. Uh, so I was. Um, because I remember that if there was a for a while, I remember because you guys started and then you did that. Well, yes, yeah, we started and then you know I joined and um, I joined because I had given myself a time limit to um, you know find some different type of structure thing. Like I do believe that you have to you know give everything its due process, and if you can return to it, if it's yours truly, it'll come right back to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Music will mm -hmm. never leave me because it'll always be a part of my life. But I had to take some time to do something different. So I left and I was, um, first place I went to was South Carolina for basic training, but then I went to Korea. So, um, and in Korea is actually where I started to develop more and more of, um, I guess, um, my musicianship, you know, and it's, it's not at its peak, you know, I still have a lot of, <laughs> a lot of learning to do. We all do as musicians. Um, we're never at our final form because process, we're always right. doing our thing. We're always learning. We're always crafting. We're always just trying to get it perfect. But um, in Korea was actually where I uh, really started to just hone in on, you know, the playing of it. And then um, after Korea, I went to a couple of different places and um, got better at writing, you know, because my writing was decent, but it could have been better. And it could still be better. It could always be better. Like, that's that's the only thing. It's like the biggest thing about musicianship is recognizing that you can never be at your best. You can always be better. Always, you know? So um, all the places that I was afforded, you know, the opportunity to see um, while I was in the military helped craft, you know, the artist that I am today. And the places that I'll see subsequently as a result will um you know you that process exactly that's interesting man we finish yeah. our, we, we finish each other's it's so it's so crazy sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's i think we've done that exact joke yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are cool <laughs> <laughs> that's really interesting dude um so like so when you were traveling in korea and stuff like that like when you are when did you, so in through all of that you were first kind of working on your musicianship and mm. then sort of honing in on the lyrics a yep. bit more what kind of stuff were, were you writing about then oh man uh back then it was weird i think back then i was kind of writing about the demise of other genres of music because i'd done mm. like a little bit of studying and i was like um and just like freelance studying like because i was in the military so like in the military just just do the military thing and everything you study is military things but i studied music and i was like oh man it's interesting i was i think i wrote i sent dom a song it was I listened back to that song. It's a crappy song about like the end of disco, and um, but did that influence uh, disco though? A little bit, yeah, it did. Th yeah. That that song influenced like other bass riffs that you know what I'm saying we haven't dropped yet, but um, you know it um, it was an intricate process because uh, I was just kind of just writing about the end of things because 
at that time, it did feel like, you know, I was moving on to um, a different thing and it was becoming more of a um, a hobby versus a, uh, you know, necessity or a lifestyle thing um, or a career, I guess, you know, what the average Joes would say. But, um, yeah, that's that's mostly what I was writing about. I was just writing about the end of things. And um, I think that um, the passing of one of my best friends um, while I was in Virginia kind of inspired me to get back into writing and talking about things that were, like, more important than just that because like there's an ending but there's also beginning in those endings so it's like um i don't know just cherish the day just seize the day and so you know in virginia it started with writing about the end of things and then with the end of my friend's life ironically i started talking about like the beginning of new things oh that's super interesting yes it's it's dichotomy man yeah. yeah, nuances of life. It's 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 weird. You should name a song, Virginia. I will. Yeah, yeah. I will. Virginia changed my life. Virginia's for lovers too, so it's kind of. I take ten cool. percent royalties. <laughs> uh, so, you know, on, on all naming of things. I'm an idea man. <laughs> <laughs> He's the wheelhouse. <laughs> that's Damn, that's really cool, man. Um, hmm. Was it now? So when you're working on musicianship, so you have a you can have a base with you. I have no, I've never been in the military. I have no idea how it works. Like you got, like your is barracks. Yeah, you got a barracks room, and you you know you can keep your stuff in there. Uh, You can't keep your weapon in there because that's weird. Was it uh was it all acoustic that you were doing back then, or? Uh, Well, I had an electric, but um, it's funny because when I was in Korea, what actually got me back into doing music um, there was a day where I was like, I'm going shopping. There are these boots that I'd seen in like Weijangbu. And uh, I was like, yo, I got to get these boots. <laughs> <laughs> I want these motherfucking boots, you know? And um, I went out and the cab driver like dropped us, me and my boy Pepper off at the wrong spot, like at the wrong block. And um, the block that he happened to drop us off on was, uh, it had a music shop. And I, I was like, all right, I'm going to go in this music shop. And if I see a fucking acoustic bass, I'm going to buy it. And I went into the you know music shop not expecting to see an acoustic bass because I'm like, these motherfuckers, they ain't got no acoustic bass. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know nothing about no instruments. <laughs> and I go in there and I see the most beautiful acoustic bass I've ever seen in my life. It was like, it, and it was perfect. It was another thing where it's like serendipitous where you see something that specifically speaks to you. And I was like, well, damn, I guess I ain't buying these boots this week. Yeah. <laughs> and I spent all that money on that acoustic bass. And, um, you know, that was, for me, that was the start of all the, you know, just getting better at musicianship. Because then from then on out, me and Pepper were, you know, in the barracks room every day practicing, playing. He bought an acoustic guitar. I bought that acoustic bass, and we were just playing every how did, day. How, and how did you uh, learn to play? Did you just play random stuff? Did random you learn stuff. songs? Did you learn any uh, you know, scales, any I, kind of weird stuff? I started, honestly, man, I started from playing um, Jack White. I started from playing hmm. uh, the White Stripes. Yeah. Uh, the White Stripes didn't have a bass player. Um, <laughs> it was just Jack White and Meg White. Oh, how Jack. perfect, right? Yeah, I like, know. I was like, <laughs> I could be that guy. <laughs> hey, hey, Jack White, hey, how Jack, are you doing? It's a pleasure to meet you. Do you need a bass player for the White Stripes? Because <laughs> if somebody's going to come in. <laughs> um, <laughs> dom, dom. <laughs> dom, dom, dom. After this, I'm a bust you. <laughs> so it's like, I really did that shit, though. It's yeah. really funny. Like, it's, it's, 
Like you said that shit in jest, but like Nah, I was the same <laughs> way. I was like, I wanted to write with Jack White. That's why I started writing. And, and you know, my naive ass is I'm thinking like somebody's gonna break in and be like, This guy <laughs> Oh my god, he plays the bass so well, by There's gonna be a guy <laughs> in Korea, a Korean <laughs> connection <laughs> to Jack White. He's gonna be like have you ever met Avery J? Who <laughs> <laughs> plays the bass behind all your music so well? <laughs> here he is, is he is here. He is here. Like, you didn't come here. He is here. Like that is and that is not at all what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then Avery calls up Don, like you'll never guess this, Jack. And he's like, don't fucking say white, because he called me too, and he wants me to write fucking songs. <laughs> what? <laughs> You want to start a band together? <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> like, Holy so, shit. yeah, like, it was just, it was just this thing where I was just like, I got to play all these bass riffs, or not, not, not bass riffs, but I got to play all these guitar riffs on the bass to back up, you know what I'm saying, his riffs, and that's just kind of what it was. That's how I learned how to play the bass. Yeah. But that was, yeah, that was like when I was like 17, so. Yeah, I learned how to write songs when I was 18, so, around the same time. I'm older than him, though. Yeah, you're older I'm, than me. How old are you guys? Older. I'm 30. You're 30? I'm Damn, older you're 30 and I'm wiser. You're not older than me. I'm not older than you, but I'm older than whoever listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a uh, very young Whoever's listening, yeah. I'm older than you. Little <laughs> <laughs> <No>, nigga. <laughs> I don't know why your ass listen. We we cussing in here. We cussing and drinking cognac. Go to sleep. You want to go to sleep? Oh man. So what? Uh, okay, you guys just released an EP. Yeah. Do you have any other official releases from back in the day? Um, no. no. Uh, well, you know what? Smoking Joe's. Smoking we, Joe's. We dropped Freak Out. Freak Out. Yep. Freak. Mm. If y'all want to hear Dom yeah. singing his soul away, wailing. Go check out Freak Out by Smoking oh, yeah. Joe's. And you know what? Yep. I want to give a shout out to my brothers, man. Shout out to Elvis and Andy Diaz, man. Because you know what? Like, without them, we wouldn't have been able to be the artists that we are today. Um, yeah. That was the start for everything for us, like, really coming into our own. So, yo, fat shout to those brothers because, man, they really did help us cultivate a lot of our craft and, you know, um, I'd like to think that we helped them, but no. Nah, I mean, they were they were very spot on from the very beginning. So um, yeah. those guys, uh, you know what I'm saying? Love you niggas, man. Love y'all, for real. Yeah, all love. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, check out that. Smoking Joe's, Freak Out. It's out there. That's yeah. our one. Of, I had an official release last year. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, you did. Like I a solo a, release? I was a yeah. rapper, yeah, man. Oh, I was, okay. I was just, just a rapper, though. Like... Just a rapper. Just a rapper. <laughs> like that wasn't a, a fucking huge deal. But I dropped a uh, I dropped a joint. Colfax Ave. What's it yeah. called? Colfax, Colfax Ave. C L F X A V E. C L F X. I dropped that. Yeah, A V E. Mm -hmm. And okay. so that's that's my uh, official release that I did last year. Um, that's pretty much it. That was honestly for me. Colfax Ave was symbolic because it was the start of. Um, it's pretty much this entire train because at that point I was like you know what from now on I'm releasing something every season I get you know and um, the beautiful thing about seasons is that we can define those seasons we can be responsible for that every day you know what I mean yep. especially living in Colorado it's an interesting thing because we 
there are some days where we experience every season in one day. You know? No doubt. So yeah. we can define the seasons ourselves. And for me, I was saying like every season I get, I'm going to release some sort of music and it could be a solo thing. It could be a thing with the band. It could be whatever. Like if I wanted to do a polka thing with, you know what I'm saying, a bunch of guys from Belgium, whatever, I don't care. I'm oh, gonna do just that always shit. flexing that creative muscle. The league. The league. The motherfucking league. league. The league. You know, Twan Sachs. Twan Sachs. Puff Puff Beer. Yep, yep. Scoob. Scoob Ludicus. Mr. Ludicus. Mr. Ludicus. Scoob. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's sure, dropping. And That's make sure he knows, too. If he ever comes back through here, he's oh, got to come on the show again. Yeah, all of you guys come together. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that'd be crazy. Oh, yeah, that'd be, that'd be insane. It'd be yeah. so fun. Yeah. Free game. Free game. It's on SoundCloud right now. We're going to put it on all platforms very soon. But right now... We're going to do y'all a little favor and drop it on SoundCloud so that y'all can listen to it for free. So we can drop that free game. You see what I did there? It's free game. It's free. You're deep, man. I I think about stuff (laughs) a lot. You're profound, man. I think about stuff a lot, and I think really hard. So (laughs) (laughs) You want to be my friend? We friends now. We friends. Had a shake. Yeah. Franchise, franchise, franchise. Legally, legally, legally. Tell me about the EP, how you recorded it, and... uh, who uh who where'd you guys do that? My man's Nick. My Rusty man's son. Nick Rust at at Rusty Sun Audio. Um, you know what I'm saying? Allowed us into his space and let us uh annoy him for an entire week. Week. Really. <laughs> yeah, an entire week. We just we just like you no, know, we have to stay here for a week and we it just was, have to it's get funny, this done. uh Every made a joke about avocado toast, and he turned around like, "We gotta get avocado toast." He was he's like, so <laughs> "Is he from California?" No, he, no, no, no. I don't know where he's from. He was his best with him. I don't know was... anything about avocado toast. I did a song about gentrification, <laughs> and I mentioned avocado toast in the song because I don't know. When I think of gentrification, I just think of avocado toast. I don't know. I don't know why. Did you see? There's some shoes I saw these recently. I can't avocado remember. Avocado toast shoes. Some running shoes. One of the it's a big company. I can't remember which one made it. New Balance? Uh, yes. I think uh, it was New Balance. Oh, really? Might wow. go find it. Whoever it was. I think it was. It might have been. But the yeah, red shoes is probably it's New avocado balance. toast shoes, and they're like green that's, on top, and then like the sole is brown. That's really dope, and I would totally buy those. Yeah. I, do not, I do not like avocado toast. the second thing on there. Sockany. I don't like avocados. Sockany. Okay. Sockany. Let me see. Sockany. That's actually Japanese for gentrification. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> avocado toast, there they are. Oh, let me oh, see. Let me cold. see. They're kind of cold. Dude, do you, oh, have, you have some kind of thing, like a screen thing on your phone, huh? What? Like, I couldn't really see it unless you turn it directly at me. Like, when you oh, turn it sideways, man. it's like a... Yeah. And those shoes ain't cheap, neither. How about to, oh, yeah. It's privacy. I'm about, I'm about to gentrify my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. <laughs> White people jogging already. <laughs> oh Lord! <laughs> so how does that work, though, Mike? You have like a—is it like a a type of screen cover that you have yeah. on there that prevents you? It's like those old ones they used to have in front of your monitor, like at work and yep. stuff, where you can't see sideways. Like, yeah, so you can like, see like when he was sideways. showing it to you, Dom, I couldn't see his yeah, screen. It was all black. Right that's why. Whoa. Let me show you a picture of Tony really quick. Okay. Oh, that's bad. That's That was a rough day. That was a rough day. Couldn't find my pants. Oh, my goodness. That's going viral. Man. I ain't never seen hair so nappy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Rusty Sun. Rusty uh, yeah, Rusty Sun, man. We recorded Welcome to the Block. We. 
we sat there and we toiled and we did our thing and um you know it was um a really rewarding experience because you know like at that time we had just really kind of bonded like oh hey fat shout to zilla man fat shout to zilla hawkins for you know what i'm saying bringing aboard alex wheeler and sean lewis man because um it was crazy like after you know smoking joe split we we had just put ourselves on like this crazy timeline we were like yo we have to get something done you know, it's it was it was like a stir crazy feeling where it's like, yo, something has to come of this. So right were all now. these songs written together for for this project? They were written together. Um, Me and Dom had written them. How yeah, and so how long ago were they written before you got them recorded? Um, you know, uh everyone was different. So like um the timelines become kinda hazy. I know that yeah. like smoke like um Stomping Blues we'd written with Smoke and Joe's for yeah. sure. You know what I'm saying? In hell we written with Smoke and In Hell we written with Smoke and Joe's. Um <laughs> Sugar, we wrote with Smoking Joe. Sugar, addict. You know what I'm saying? Addict. Uh, yeah, we, wrote with, we wrote them all with Smoking Joe. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we got yeah, We did. We did. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, so when you were writing them, you didn't know what you were going to do with them yet. No idea, man. Yep, we we yep. just kind of wrote. We wrote those songs, and um, like there were times where like it would, the concept would be there, but we would um come back with it, and we'd um have to play with it a little bit and like change some you know, lyrics to give it a different meaning and all these other things. So, like, we were always, like, constantly revising those songs. But then, um, you know, Smoke and Joe's, you know, we, we just we just had to split. We were going in different ways, direction. Like, creatively, we were going in different directions. So, um, you know, we got on the other guys, and we were like, all right, Stonewall Boulevard, that's the, that's the gang. And um, at that point, we you know, we just... Were, it were was we on, just together for like what two weeks before we dropped? Two uh, weeks, man. Two weeks before we. Two uh, weeks before we did Stonewall, Stomping Stomp Blues. Blues. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh wow, yeah. So we we really just put those guys through the trenches, and they uh they proved themselves worthy. Stonewall Boulevard's like a gang. Yeah, it's a gang. We initiated those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> the only way out. Only way out is in a box. <laughs> a box. <laughs> a box. Our, box. In for life. And that lady that used to do them pine saw commercials. Oh, yeah, she was cool. She's got to be there. <laughs> Just power pine saw, baby. But she was there, and uh, we did. I'm just fucking with you. Anyway, <laughs> uh, like, yeah, we did that shit, and um, we, we rocked it out, and, um, you know, we did Stomping Blues, and it sounded amazing. And then after that, it was like, all right, you guys ready to do another four? And they did another four, and we just we just kept it running, man. Do you guys track everything out? Or track, did you? Nick tracked everything out, man. Fast shout to Nick. Nick, Nick what's look, his last name? You know what? He has a last name, and it's it, super white, and it's really hard to pronounce. Nordurft? Say, it's like, say, it's like just Nordurft. say. Nordurft. 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 Either way, he's really talented. Either way, he's one of the fucking most talented engineers I know. Um Really I thought, talented too. I, I thought we were just gonna say say his name and then leave a long pause at the end, and then we'll like insert <laughs> we'll it, later. it in so with my voice. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'd be like Avery's voice, and then with Tony's voice, Nick Ardiff. <laughs> I, I just spent hours crafting his voice. Guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can make it happen. I'm pretty talented with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, he he uh, he uh he spent the week toiling with us and um. He just kind of like put it all together. He tracked it all out for us. Like we, um, if if what, you if you want a quality sound, go to him. He's he's yeah. he's a reasonably priced, and it comes out. You guys heard it. It comes out. Oh yeah, pretty dang on good. 
yeah, yeah. I was curious yeah. about the vocals. Um, I record vocals and stuff myself, so I was curious what kind of mic and were you in a? You did that in a booth. Yeah, we did yeah. it in the booth. I don't know what type of mic because I don't. I don't be asking no questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it sounded good. It sounded in really good. your freaking studio, drinking a pint of Cavassier to myself. Okay, I professionalism is not a thing that I'm really good at, so I'm not like, hey man, what type of mic is this? Damn. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm gonna pay attention to this though, because after you said that shit, now I'm gonna be hyper conscious of it, and I'm gonna ask everybody what type of mic you using, cause. <laughs> What type of mic that is, cuz? I like that. <laughs> That's Yo, kinda, listen. It, it, no, it's smart, man, because it's kind of the idea of yeah, you can't do everything yourself and having people in different places. That's why you have an engineer like that. That's why you have that stuff. Well, so. you know, honestly, like, and the weird thing about Nick's is, like, Nick, like, for some reason, I don't know why, but all the engineers I work with are Nick. I work with Nick Noderft, um, work with Nick Pelk, Augmented Studios. Um, Nick yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Nick. He's also at side three. He be killing shit at side three. Got a gold plaque to his name. He's a, he's a guy, Nick Pelk. Um, so like engineer wise, like as far as guidance goes for the quality of sound, we're good because we have like the the best guidance and the best mentors, you know, in the state right now, you know, with both of those guys. So it's like um, it's really cool. Do you do your? It may have varied track to track. I don't think so though. Did you do your do an amp for? How did you record? Your uh, bass? We, we were we recorded uh, directly into an interface. Okay, you cool. know what I'm saying. So directly yeah, into yeah. an interface, um, interface through a um, pedal, mm. and then through the you know what I'm saying through the through the bass. You know what I'm saying. So that's how we did it. Um, <laughs> um, pedals. That's a secret. Yeah, you'll never it's know. Dark secret. Never know what kind of pedal it was. You don't know what type of pedal it is. That was my accent. It's because we, we don't know. <laughs> I just made it sound good. Little do you know we are ignorant <laughs> to these materials that we use in the studio. We I didn't even know it was a bass until last week. Oh, my God. You thought it was a guitar? <laughs> I didn't even know it was playing bass until like like last week. It's just like a guitar. looks just like it. Just like it. Just like it. Yeah. It stood out. As it's soon like as you a, came out with it, it definitely in the color and everything. Just unique. It's so pretty, isn't it? Isn't oh, it beautiful? Yeah. Just like glistening. So I joke around with Tony. I was like, I can probably play bass because I can play the ukulele and it only has four strings too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Try it out. You might be sick at it. <laughs> or it just comes out like flea. Wait, wait, wait. Or, or I might look really or, dumb and I'm like playing the bass. Or, like bear with me. I'll bear with you. Or don't try it out. <laughs> because if you don't try it out, then you won't try to take my job, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Stonewall. Well, if, that, if that happens, I'll have an opening for a host. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's on tour. <laughs> you guys are switched. Oh, oh. So, uh, Boulevard, I know you're used to... Uh, a black guy up here, but uh, today you're gonna get a big old Filipino Mexican today. So. And Tony and Abe podcast. <laughs> the Tony and Abe. Hey, I would be really bitter here. <laughs> I'm totally different vibe. Please, please don't make that happen. Please, can we not? Get, let, let, yeah. Next question. <laughs> not all things have to come to reality. Um, I want to ask you, Dad. You're all super quiet over there. Um, what you remember that show? Yeah, at Goose Town. Yes, I do. Because we had been there for my CD release. Not, I don't think it was too long before that. Maybe a year or something. I remember like going uh, up there. I think there it was like two years. Was it two years before? Yeah, yeah I was, I was like there towards the end of it. I remember that. 
I came he, to say what's up to y'all. I oh yeah, I, I think right. I just missed y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think, Dad? Do you remember oh, that? I, the music? Oh, I thought he was great with that bass. He just stood out. Oh, he. I seen you was smoking Joe's though. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. And yeah, that bass was because as soon as he told me you were guesting, I said, "Who was it? That bass player?" And that because that that stood out the most. Yeah, I've been trying to get him to come on the podcast, but yeah, man, he was stuck. It, stuck. He was in Korea. Always stuck like behind that. some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> pussy. Yeah. Well. Y- y- you play Shout bass. Shout out to my girl, though. My I dad play, plays some bass. He, I, uh, I play with the bass. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. You're not trying to take anybody's job, are you? Huh? You're not, you're not trying to take anybody's job, well, are you? I'm thinking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another bottle of that, and then you, I might be able to take bass from you. You were this saged wisdom in the corner just three seconds ago. And then you said that, and Turned now you become a competitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And now I can never trust you. <laughs> no, you don't have to worry about that. I tried to string my bass, and, well, it still ain't got no strings. <laughs> yeah, I told him to wait. <laughs> yeah, I had he had a bunch of strings, and I was like, "God, oh, just wait. I'll I'll put those on for you." And next and thing I know, he's like, me. "I uh, tried to string my bass." <laughs> so I had to get gotta get you some new strings. Oh my God. Uh, what do you think, Pierce? About that time, you want to hit up some of those uh, fun, fun facts? facts. Yeah, yeah. So again, if anybody wants to be a part of those fun facts, it's real easy, pretty simple. You can go to themikeandtonyshow.com and check out a lot of fun facts things. Go on to there. Uh, you can see them posted, or you can subscribe, and I can just send them to you directly. Yep. Yeah, it's that easy. Researchers from Michigan State University have confirmed that dogs really do take on the personality traits of their owners. Shay's a cool mofo then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My dog Shay. <laughs> oh, yeah. That yep. makes so much sense. Oh, my God. Yeah. I had a pit bull once. When I was lazy as hell. And that pit bull was lazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody be like, man, this pit bull's sick. I'd be like, no, it's just like me, no, man. It's just, him, man. it's just like me, bro. <laughs> Wakes up at 12, <laughs> goes to sleep at 5. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to distinguish what times those are, but the, no, no AMs or PMs there. Just. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> 12 to 5. It was in Alaska. It was Alaska. It was it long was days. Doesn't matter what the. <laughs> um, the the relationship between a dog and a human is a trip. Just like. Uh, yeah. Did you guys ever see that movie Alpha? Did you ever... Is that the robot dog one? No. It's. Uh, oh, that's the wolf. Yeah. It's wolf. like. It's supposed to be like an ancient hominid. Yeah. Like an ancient family. And it's like. Uh, I think the idea was. They didn't say it outright, but it was supposed to be like the first relationship between yeah. a wolf and a human uh, before. Because all, all dogs are. You know, they come from, from wolf. wolves yeah. originally. Right. Um, but yeah. So the relationship between. That's just an interesting one from the beginning. It was mm. kind of. That movie was sort of trippy. It was fun to watch with kids. Yo, fast know. shout to Alpha. <laughs> to Alpha. <laughs> yeah. Y'all go watch that. <laughs> yeah. This one, one right here. Philippines. Dollar, you can ask uh, uh, Myra when you go to the motherland. If you spent one day on each of the islands in the Philippines, it would take you almost 21 years to visit them all. What? That was crazy. It's unbelievable, dude. Yeah. This, it's such a giant, what do they call that? An archipelago? Yeah. Right? It's just like just massive number of islands. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Oh, wow. I'm about to buy an island out there. Yeah. You People could. do do that. 
People do. There's, it's for sale. Remember, I think there's we, like, I think there's, there's like a website. Yeah, that's yeah. there's like buyanisland.com. You can like yeah. buy those like <laughs> islands on there that you can buy. It. But it's like some of them are like obviously inhabited and like they don't have anything. It's just a fucking island. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> it's an island. It's uh, 1,300 square feet. It's all yours though. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> Straight cash, homie. Uh, on January 1st, 1835, President Andrew Jackson paid off the entire United States debt. The only time in American history this has ever been accomplished. That was coming up in a history class I was taking recently. It's just been a game they played. It's all been it's all talk and stuff, and they talk about cutting taxes versus government spending. And well, if we if we cut the taxes, then it'll it'll keep the spending down. It's just this game that they play, and the economic science of the whole thing is none of it does shit. Like we're just always in debt. Yeah, government just always spends more money. You know what's we... really weird about that is like back in um, I don't know what year it was, but whatever. But um, when Pablo Escobar was being, you know, constantly pursued to be indicted, he said that he would pay off the entire U.S. debt if they just left him alone. Whoa. Oh. Is that, that's real. That's, that's a good real fun fact. fact right there, Pierce. He offered that. He was like, yo, I will pay off the entire U.S. debt. If you just leave I me alone. have that money. Just let me sell my cocaine in peace. In peace, please. <laughs> my low please let me, do it. let me sell this yay in peace. It's a bad mofo. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one right here. Only 2% of women describe themselves as beautiful, according to a survey. Uh, 2%, right? Yeah. 2%. Man. Ladies, you are all beautiful. Mm-hmm. Fellas, you're also beautiful. Holla at me after the show. You, you realize he said, fellas, you're also beautiful, that you said holla at me after the show. Bad timing. Hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> just unlucky. Hashtag good timing. Or hashtag good yeah, timing. See, you're, you're, you're Love like, blossoms on the Mike and Tony show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what well, is it? <laughs> or what is or it? 2019, it? baby. <laughs> <laughs> new everybody year, loved, new everybody loved Avery. New, new year, year, new, new age. <laughs> he's or he's probably thinking right now. Uh, what is it? Keep your friends close. Keep your enemies closer. <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to take his base role. <laughs> oh shit! Oh lord! Only deceased people can appear on U.S. currency. That's like a rule. That's yeah. a rule. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh. Wow, that's crazy. Presidents. So nobody's ever seen themselves on money. Hey, yo, no real shit. If that's a like legit fact, I need to see Rick James on some dollar As bills. A dub- yeah, <laughs> I'm with it. Yep, Rick James done snorted through more dollar bills. Than- <laughs> 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 the president's alive. God damn it! This yes. one right here. This is disturbing. More Africans have access to cell phone service than piped water or electricity. That's weird. How do you what have a, weird a cell phone fucking world we live electricity? In. <clears throat> How's that work? Like, solar? I don't know. Solar cell phones? Why don't we have that? No, I mean they charge through <laughs> solar. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that crazy though? It is weird how much of the world has cell phones for sure. And and no it's, water though, because like a lot of yeah, places oh, yeah. don't have like, fresh water. Yeah, yep. And we always joked around with with uh, Bruce Leroy on how we always say it's like first world problems. Like, fuck, man, there's no Wi-Fi here? Shit. <laughs> yeah. There's no fucking Wi-Fi. I got to use my mobile data. But then it's like places in Africa where your wife can be snatched up by a gator 
just to go get some water or get clean your dishes. You know, yeah, <laughs> like crazy. where's your wife? Um, the Gator. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it jump up and got her. Yeah. Cigarette butts are environmentally toxic and the most littered item in the world. I could believe that. Yeah, I could believe that. It's weird when people come over for like parties and stuff. Like everyone leaves, and then there's just like mysterious cigarette butts. <laughs> they just find them. <laughs> like I don't know what. Oh my god! <laughs> I feel like they show up all over the damn place. Yeah, it's a weird thing. That and uh, um, bobby pins. Yeah. That's Where a good point. Bobby pins. I was at the gym today, and I was driving around with the wife who was with me working out, and there's a bobby pin like right there on the floor. I'm like, fuck, they're multiplying. They're breeding. <laughs> they're getting out there. Bobby pins everywhere fucking too. I got a That's fun weird. fact for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Shit, already- I used to be so broke. I used to play with bobby pins as toys. <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> Me too. Me too. That's real. <laughs> Did you like make stick figures? Yes. Like stick figure yes. people? Yes. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That'd be so interesting. God damn it. <laughs> Yo. Hey, what is shot odds? whoever created Bobby Pins, man? I want to comment that story. Impeccable design. Impeccable. It can bend in so many ways. (laughs) (laughs) It's so diverse. (laughs) It's so valuable. (laughs) Oh, my God. Holy shit. Oh, that's too funny. I wonder if that's a real thing. That's a like, real thing. Like, no, I mean, obviously for you guys, it totally is. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder if it, like, you know, it's like lightning striking. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it really but, is a thing uh, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, 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 so yeah, now Stonewall that. Boulevard DMs are going to be full of bobby pins. Bobby pins. Fuck. <laughs> 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 people just making elaborate sculptures oh, and shit. Or every time they see them, they're going to give them bobby pins at every show now. Nice. That'd be dope. I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> ten and then, and ten then bobby it, pens is one sit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that could be trouble because then Avery gonna get home and there's gonna be bobby pins in his pocket and be like, "Who are these bobby pins from?" Oh yeah. Oh well, I mean, so don't, fans. don't. Yeah, y'all it's don't want to get fans. me in no trouble, man. <laughs> right? The fans love me. You gotta understand. <laughs> no, see, hey, let's see. No, hey. I got a good girl. She good. <laughs> <laughs> she understand. I'll be like, look, baby, I just play with these Bobby pins. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I was a kid, I used to play with them. <laughs> and then it sounds like backtracking and excuses. No, baby, I swear. No, baby, for real. <laughs> I'm broke. I don't make no money off these records. <laughs> I can't afford no good toys. <laughs> oh my god, this one right here was I thought it was funny because. I'm going to use this excuse. Um, I'll tell you the excuse when I'm done here. The food <laughs> in Alcatraz prison was so good that the guards oh, yeah. and prison staff ate the same exact meals as the prisoners. This was because the warden believed that most of the trouble in the prison is caused by bad food. That's wild. Hmm. So that's what, wild. So what I'm going to say to any of my daughter's future suitors <laughs> is going to be like, oh, wait. <laughs> yep. Don't make me go back to jail. Oh, my yeah. God. I like the food. <laughs> That's perfect. I just need a reason to go back, son. That's perfect. Uh, according to Mayan's calendar, the real date of the apocalypse is October 21st, 4772. <laughs> it's more okay, than 25 so years, 2,500 years into the future. So how do we get 2016? 
here's the thing the the from my understanding the mayan ca- uh, calendar has like cycles and stages and so it's in a different language it's in an ancient language and people interpret it and there were a lot of people that ran with that idea that it was the end it was really the end of an age on yeah. their calendar it wasn't the end of all time yeah but this is but you're saying this fun fact which i didn't know about this is saying that the actual for real end to everything That's like the saying, actual yep. end of the calendar yeah Forty-seven seventy-two. None of us will have any fucking idea if that happens. <laughs> I'm surprised. I gotta say, I'm surprised at how far out it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I got a random fun fact just now. Okay. Um, Pakistan is the first country in the world to have a third gender legal, like legally thing on passports. Pakistan. Pakistan. Wow. Yeah, third gender. Third gender. It's a they. Uh, I don't. I don't know what it is. They? Uh, just, uh, just, just know that. Just trust what I say. A lot of Native American groups uh, actually had uh, a third gender too. It was they were sort of like the. They were actually they were kind of like genderless is how they perceived them, but they were also more connected to the divine world. And this is in oh, different different groups of people. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, isn't that interesting? Well, it's like the now the the new thing with the pronouns is it's a uh, he she him her. They, them. No, yep, 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 exactly. I used to live in a co-op, and I would tell people my, my preferred pronoun was Pims, because you can drink it, and it's a gin-based liqueur. <laughs> Pims. What's, what's your pronoun? Pims. <laughs> Pims, Pims. I know what that means. <laughs> Y'all know, I guess. That's a good one. I like, you're the first, he's the first guest to just start contributing fun facts with us. Yeah. Nice. I like it. Oh. Are you trying to take like my it. fucking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hey, I don't know. He's preparing. But, uh, you never know what can happen. <laughs> Next week, please get ready for Mike <laughs> and Tony and A. <laughs> Mo, Mo, I'm gonna help you string up that fucking bass. Starts <laughs> 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 <Just> training. <laughs> Oh Wasn't that fun pack about people with six toes and six fingers would be a third gender too? Wait, wh- <laughs> you totally lost me. <laughs> oh, what do you call them? Them people in that fun pack? I couldn't pronounce that big ass word. Oh, the people that have uh, six toes yeah, and six fingers. It's like a T word. something. Yeah. Are you looking at it right now? Yeah. <laughs> Read the fun pack. I can't well, find it. I can't read. I can't see it. Oh, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Pierce, you got to know where it's at. I'm, I'm trying saying. to look right now. Find another okay. one. Well, in the meantime, we'll just do... Um, uh, oh, you already did that one. Uh, when, sh- <laughs> when showing people pictures on your phone, zoom in a little bit so that they can swipe to other pictures. Wait, what? Did I read that right? Yeah, because no, you don't want a random dick pic when swipe. you're looking at it. Yeah, yeah, there we go. You don't want to see a random dick pic. <laughs> or you, or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No swapping phones, you two. It's a tie time. I've been perusing the enemy. <laughs> and this is Tony perusing for penis picture. <laughs> and this is this is the picture of Tony I showed Dom earlier that Tony couldn't see. <laughs> Damn it, Pierce. <laughs> It's a dabbing photo. Your time here is limited. <laughs> Damn it, I can't find it. Here, this one I thought was actually funny, though. Uh, there's a theme park in China called Dwarf Empire, where the main attractions is all the entertainment employees are of short stature, which I thought was funny because it's already in fucking China. 
or everybody is already right. of short stature. <laughs> not Yao Ming. No, no, no not Yao <laughs> no. Ming. But yo, when I was out there, dude, I was. You're as tall as I was like the tallest person out there, dude. One random Chinese man <laughs> that just happens There's to be a super tall. Sig Zhao or something like that. He was seven one. Are you just gonna drop two random? No. There was something <laughs> tall. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dom has Dom has an infinity <laughs> of tall Chinese men. No. There was also this other brother named <laughs> Xi Jinping. <laughs> <laughs> Did you find it, Dollar? I found it. Yeah. Uh, a person afflicted with hexadectalism wow. has six fingers or six toes on one or both hands and feet. Wouldn't that be a third gender? What in the world? <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> we need to go back to biology, Dan. <laughs> I got six fingers, I'm third. six toes. <laughs> Guess what else I got, baby? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and then she disappoints him. Uh, one, one nuts. Oh. One nuts. One, just oh. one. <laughs> one nuts. Oh. <laughs> Can't kill yourself by holding your breath. So I did some thinking on this one. Okay. What if you hold your breath? You pass out. You hit your dome on the concrete. But then it's the concrete. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah see, it's, you yeah, die, you yeah, die yeah. on impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You die on impact. It's not yep. the, yeah. The it's point. like it's like AIDS. You don't die of AIDS. You die of complication of AIDS. Oh, yeah, it's true, right, because yeah. it's a weakening of your yeah. immune system, so something else gets yeah. in there and gets a hold of you. Yeah, that is a crazy thing about AIDS, right, because yeah. you can get you can die of a cold or a flu. Or, yeah. You know what's yeah, terrifying? That's crazy. You yeah, know what's really, really terrifying? And one of the fun facts was never cover your nose and your mouth when you sneeze at the same time because you can blow out your fucking eyeballs. I was just looking at that. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Could you oh, imagine? <laughs> oh my! Oh shit! I did it again. Oh my god! Can you imagine that ride to the emergency room? <laughs> Holy fucking shit! Oh god! Oh god! I can't even stomach that idea. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds horrible. Is that, <laughs> is that real? I always thought that, that is was real. A fucking myth. That's real. That's well. I was gonna like say. You, I imagine you generate some pressure. Yeah. Oh my god! Because I was thinking about how sensitive all that is. Like, I, it's all I, connected. I heard, I heard Joe Rogan talking about like IEDs and shit like that. Like when explosions go off, um, that that's a big part of it's like to keep your mouth open because the sound will go in through like if it gets sort of trapped uh, in your sinus cavities and stuff like that, it can cause a lot of damage. In addition Jesus. to shaking your brain and stuff yeah. too. Yeah. So I was thinking about that and then I've been swimming and I wear earplugs and a nose plug <laughs> at the same time. And every once in a while I feel it like, oh shit, the pressure got kind of weird. Like that That's was in, crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's a sensitive area that you don't think about very you much. You know, it's really, listen, I was in the military for, you know, a good time, a good amount of time. Okay. And uh, <laughs> I taught IED classes. I never knew that. Oh really? Yeah, I taught classes on how to discover and to um, like report IEDs when I was in Virginia, and I wow. never knew that. That's insane. Yeah. So, uh, yo, QMFTX, if y'all listening, new information <laughs> for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Via Joe Rogan, that's where yeah. I heard it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Joe Rogan. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> Love you. I should remember the guest it was. So he was telling that. But. 
No, it's Joe Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> well, that whole area, it's so sensitive, man. There's so many, like, your sinus cavities and shit. Like, I remember from studying anthropology at one point that, like, at one point in human history, that was the number one pe- way people died was through, like, sinus infections, uh, teeth infections, like getting, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because it's in your, it's right there in your face. It's immediately you your, your brain, brain everything. Yep. And it's super, like, porous. Like, there's so many different cavities inside your face. It's crazy to think about. You know what I mean? Uh, so I saw earlier, it's not any, I don't know any of the fun facts. I saw earlier, like one of the medical ways to get rid of kidney stones back in medieval times. Oh no. Yo, they fucking jammed a needle, like a nail, down your fucking urethra. Oh. In order to what? nail the kidney stone to then yank it out. Once they unfucking got- believable. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, that makes my nipple story seem like child's play. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Jam the fucking nail in your dick to get a stone out. Uh, Jam the nail in your dick <laughs> to get a stone out, ladies and gentlemen. I'd be like, I'm just, you know what, I'm cool just I'm cool. if I die of this or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, let's not, just leave it. <laughs> I'll just be in misery. and uh, That's rough. God. Right? And then somebody was like, you know, you can just pee that out, right? And then the one guy that just got it done was like, what the fuck? (laughs) 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 Why did y'all niggas tell me that earlier? (laughs) (laughs) What nigga, where was you when you (laughs) did it? Uh, we're getting uh, getting close to it. We're winding in on the end. You want to hit a little bit about what's going on in the world? A little bit of that that news. news. Oh, I'm sure there's shit going on. Anything hitting you guys right now? You pay attention to all what's going on in the that, uh, wider that world? Boat, Momo challenge. Momo. Like, the Momo. thing with the kids. Yeah. And they like, get some, like, weird-ass YouTube video. Yes. Telling them to do some that, crazy shit. That shit looks crazy. Have you seen it? Did you but see the picture real, of this? Though. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not real? So, no, but, oh, wait, that story's not real, you're no. saying? No. So, oh, okay. So what it is, that picture came around, like, it's like a Japanese, like, art thing. It's, it's supposed to be, like, in a horror exhibit. Which, right, so, because it's a fucking creepy... It reminded me of Beetlejuice. Remember when they stretched their faces out and stuff? And so what it was is that somebody, some fucking person got on the internet and said, don't look at this and da-da-da-da because this will happen, you know, and just created a whole story behind it. So it popped up, like, in 2016 was the first time it ever happened, and Mm -hmm. then it died out. But I read something where it was saying that, like, kids were doing stupid shit because of it. Well, like, like... it was One like a kid died challenge. Or like that. So what what what's happening is like, and it's probably like not attached to the urban legend thing, but like somebody was making like videos of that image of that thing and saying like, "Oh, this is Momo, and if you don't do this, then you know, right? She's yeah. gonna show up in your closet." <laughs> We, well, know, there was one where it, it like it was uh, telling the kid to stab himself in the yeah, neck or yeah. something like. You that. know, it's crazy, man. Like, like, listen, it's insane that somebody would do that. It is absolutely insane. Um, but I've been drinking Cavassier, so I'm gonna be really honest with y'all niggas. Because <laughs> like back when I was a kid, like I would be like, "Yo, if any bitch just popping up in my room, I'm about to smash." <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> So old to be a kid again. Because, <laughs> yeah, I had a wet dream to Ursula, man. I did. <laughs> Big women leave love, too? I don't, hey, they do. The honesty Big. in this room is strong <laughs> tonight. <laughs> love women. it. Yep. And, you know, if I was a kid, 
Momo, holla at me. <laughs> <laughs> if I was, if and if I was single too, because I gotta grow. <laughs> Momo, <laughs> Momo, Avery, Avery over there, like I want to give it that Momo because you know why? She look excited. Every single time. <laughs> like if I was to whip it out, she'd be like, "Oh!" She'd be like, "Momo, give me some Momo." <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, that's bad. That was really. You see, uh, what about R. Kelly, man? Uh, R. Kelly, they got his ass finally again. Yeah, again. That chick again, bailed him out again. though. She did. Somebody Why would she do that? Because she was one night with R. Kelly. Well, R. Kelly, R. She Kelly, was, like, she wants that golden shower. Baby, you're too old. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, baby. You, I didn't realize he's 52. That nigga's old as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yo, that shit crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's been doing crazy shit for like that for a long time. Uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't look good, dude. I mean, yeah, there's no. like Bruce Leroy was the first one who brought this up to me because he he made me realize that in a lot of the public eye. That he was just like he had had a history of like a couple of weird things, but he was yeah. just this great musician, this great yeah. singer and stuff. Uh, and so he was telling, he mentioned it, and he said, "You you remember how he got in trouble?" I said, "Oh shit, yeah, that was a long time ago." Yeah, I do, I do remember. And plus, there was a couple of different weird things with him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember all that. And then he was like, "No, dude, you don't understand." He was watching some show, and I guess this documentary they think had a big, yeah, man, a big part of yeah, this. Yeah, the uh, Surviving R. Kelly documentary. Yeah, they made um, a whole documentary. Yeah, they did, they did, and it was. Did you was, see it? I did, bro. I haven't Listen, seen it. Listen, it was mm. damning. You mm. understand? Yeah. Like um, from beginning to end, it was absolutely damning. And it was the crazy thing is, is like when it comes to things like that, when you have all the facts, like the way that I assume Dream Hampton, who did the documentary, um, like she had all the facts, like she just took him down. So um, that's the reason why he's in jail now, because they they had yeah, to put the pressure definitely. on him after watching it. Yeah, and that's what I was gathering from. I haven't actually seen it myself. You should. It's crazy. I yeah. will definitely check it out. Um, where's it at? Is it on? Uh, a, was it an A? a no, it was. It was. It was a uh, actually a lifetime, bro. Lifetime. Yeah. Lifetime. lifetime. Okay. Yeah. Liberating up. women. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Go ahead and free yourself. It's weird how times have, times have changed, but so much of that stuff is coming to the surface now. Yeah. Like all, yeah. all kinds of weird shit like that. Yeah. So yeah. That's, 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 Do you guys like his music? Do you fan is? Yo, I'm not you? even a lie. Like, um, so like as far as like R. Kelly's music goes, and like I, I can't speak for everybody, but I can definitely speak for myself. Like R. Kelly's music does have a place, did at once point, at one point have a place in my household, but now it just feels weird, man. Yeah, you know Space what? Jam. Space Jam. Space Jam, dude. I, I bought the soundtrack. I bought the Space Jam, like, yeah. like months ago, actually. I recall, like, oh, man, I'm about to spend money on the soundtrack just so I can have this song. I believe I can fly so yep. I can hear it all. The well, I didn't yeah, buy yeah. it for that song. I actually bought it for Basketball Jones. You didn't buy it. Barry White. Yeah, and Chris Rock. You didn't get it for it. It's time to jam now. Space no. Jam. I got it for Basketball it's Jones. Your chance. Basketball your Jones chance. is an amazing song. It's yeah. so well written. Um, mm -hmm. But um, anyway, um, like, I Believe I Can Fly came on in my car the other day. And I was I, I was playing it super loud. And then you and start I was picking up dumb. <laughs> no, I picked up dumb. And I was like, of a house. I was like, <laughs> right, R. Kelly. this is ain't nobody gonna listen to this. Ain't nobody gonna hear it. And this nigga Dom gets in my car. The first thing he says is, "Oh, so you just listen to R. Kelly?" <laughs> God damn it! You know that's a weird thing for me because I I used to always say that I uh, would separate 
the, the artist art from the, the from the artist. That's like what I used to like do with Floyd Mayweather. I, I used to do with John Mayer was yeah. a big thing because you know there's a stigma. He said some douchey ass shit he and he's done some really terrible things. Shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I always respected. I th- always thought he was the best guitar player of our generation and stuff. And so I kind of stood by that mentality. And when I started realizing that I couldn't always stick to that, honestly, was Bill Cosby, one of my oh, favorite com- comedians of all time. Yeah. Himself was one yeah. just a Himself, fucking classic amazing, man. Yeah. Amazing. He's one of the greatest. Amazing. And yeah, it was the other day. I, you might have even been here, Dad. I can't remember if you were or not, but something came up and I referenced a bit from it. And it was like, as I said it, I was like, eh, it's just, it's not the same anymore. So I can't deny that you can't always separate. And having someone like you here tonight is really cool, man, because there's so much behind your art and behind your music that digs deep into like who you are as a person and what you want to do. And so sometimes when you see stuff like that with Bill Cosby, it loses it because as great as the material was, as great as his art was that he created, it's hard to separate like, oh shit, all this was happening at the well, same it's time. The same thing with R. Kelly though. Cause yeah. it's like how like for every, you know, I believe I can fly, they're like three and four, you know, I'm trying to fuck this girl right now. And how like how often do we listen to that stuff and be like, yo, R. Kelly's talking about fucking underage girls in his music, blatantly, like in front of us. You know, what so are we gonna are we gonna have that same energy for Michael Jackson? Oh man, because this, uh, yeah, because March, yeah, 4th. what's going on with March Fourth, the- man? Oh my God, <clears throat> and I'm just dropping that shit like I'm a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> March Fourth is going down, but they're doing the same kind they're of thing, right? Down Michael Jackson. <laughs> it's like He's, an Escape from Neverland or something thing. like that. Leaving Neverland, like it's they're gonna do like the documentary, and it's gonna be you know from what I've heard from reviews early. Um, it's pretty damning. So really, like, it's that's oh, I that hear. breaks my damn heart, it man. Does. Nope, it nope. Does. I'm all right with it because he's never convicted. No, I gotta. I'll have never to. I, I'm curious to see the documentary. I, and the facts are the facts, but damn, that would break my heart. Like Dave Chappelle said, he made Thriller. <laughs> thriller. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know it's it's. It's a gray area, man. It's a really weird. It's a it's a really weird topic. It's a really hard thing to discuss. But yeah. it, um, you know, I mean, yeah. ultimately, what's happening, I think, is a, a great awakening for like not just us, but like really all of humanity. Where it's like, what what are the things that we can like look past to enjoy the work that any artist has like put out into the world? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, yeah, Michael Jackson and. Um, R. Kelly did these things and it's not to excuse anybody but you know King James did a lot of things too um, and King James is you know the author of the King James Bible you know what I'm saying so like um, are we gonna stop like reading the King James it's a good Bible? point yeah are we gonna stop doing that like King James did a lot of disgusting things yeah if you I, look him up the history Christianity has a real yeah, ugly if you look yeah. up <laughs> King James specifically then are you just gonna stop reading the King James Bible it's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And I, I philosophically, I've always been right there with you. It was like that day in the kitchen when my family was there and I said it and was like, as it came out, I've realized, damn, it's changed. Like I would even have a hard time sitting down and watching himself again. Mm, yeah. yeah. I, I have the exact same issue. Man. Bro, like let's do it again. Uptown Saturday night was playing just the other day. And I was like, I can't watch this. I, I just can't like I can't bring myself to watch this same thing with R. Kelly music I can't bring myself to listen to it and you know the Michael Jackson documentary is going to come out I'm going to watch it and I'm going to see what happens and we'll, 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 I don't know 
Yeah. I don't know. So much weirdness and pain in the world, man. So well, no, like weirdness. after the whole, so, much pain. so when the, after the whole Bill Cosby thing happened and everything like that, I, re, I specifically remember a bit that he did on Spanish Fly. Yeah. He was talking about Spanish Fly. Yeah. I saw that too. And you're just like, oh, shit. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yep. You know what Did I'm talking we... about, Mo? No, I never oh, heard yeah. of that one. There's a, t- there's a bit where he was talking about Spanish Fly. Wow. Probably before my time. Yeah, well, it's kind of like remember the Louis C.K. thing. Uh, Louis C.K. thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, do you think he'll ever bounce back? I feel like he's gonna try to be like the right wing buddy guy from now on or something. I don't like know, that. man. Mm. How so. do you guys feel about that? Like, uh, I feel like he got done wrong myself. Like, I feel like he got he got swept into this group with all these other people. Like, he was masturbating he was, in front of people he, without their permission. I didn't think it was without permission. I no, think he no. always asked. Oh, bullshit. Look, is that true? I, I've I, heard, you know yeah. I don't really thing. know. If, even that, if they said yes, it's just a weird-ass thing. It's a, it, no, no, 100%. But he was getting lumped in with with Harvey Weinstein, who was making chicks fuck to get into movies. Like that. It's different than like, uh, could I check out? It's pathetic, but honestly. It's, but, yeah. but one of the things, it's like, okay. You're but if Louis, he didn't ask, hold on. That's a whole different thing. Yeah. That's you're, a whole different thing. You're Louis C.K. You know this girl that you're gonna ask this question to doesn't have half the career you have and she wants half the career you have power dynamic it's a good point yeah like just because you asked us to be this okay I'm in this position of power you are not in this you are hopefully like willing to attain this position of power that I have and it's like yo can I pull my dick out in front of you you know what I'm saying it's like yeah am I Damn. How am I supposed? Yeah, how am I supposed to answer that? If I it's say no, like, if I, 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 yeah. this is my dream. Yep, yep. Yeah, that, make, always, that makes. I've a always lot of wanted sense. to be here, and it's like you have just taken advantage of me. Do you think that there is maybe not always, but so frequently, there's this connection between masterful artists and psychosis, and not psychosis is the wrong word, really, but like uh, a perversion of some sort. Y- yeah, like something dark. Just well, it's like, narcissism. It, it's narcissism. Not, there you go. Uh-huh. It's one of them things. Is like it's, it's it's the thing where it's like I am the guy, and no matter what the fuck happens, like I can always make this way because I am the guy. It, 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 like and, I'm the guy. Why don't you? Why wouldn't you want to fuck? Yeah. Why Why wouldn't you want me to put my dick out in front of you and masturbate in front of you? Like I'm yeah. Lu- I'm fucking I'm Louis C.K. I'm I'm Louis. <laughs> yeah, the only two things with that is I I you thought know Louis C. K. <laughs> he, had o- he had always asked permission, and I thought he had been doing it since be- there were stories coming out of well, him yeah, doing of it course. way before he was yeah, in. There were a lot of stories about that. Yeah, so he but, was even then. I mean, I, he wasn't always the guy, but it's a it's a super fucking you know weird. But when, when, all, with, with the narcissist though, you are always the guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. you know, yeah. and honestly, with all the stories that come out, like there's like to. To be fair, to be completely fair, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always three sides to every story. There's your side, the other side, and the truth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Mm -hmm. we'll never truly know what took place in these meetings. But but Louis C.K., Louis C.K., to his credit, came forth and said, I did that shit. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. And um, the only weird thing is that, like, after that, I think he tried to do this thing where he's like, I'm just going to be, like, the guy that... 
says the mm. most disrespectful yeah, shit. Yeah, just whatever. I'm just going to say the most Sa- outlandish Sandy things. Sandy Hook was a hoax. Or something yeah, I'm going right. to say the outlandish things, and people are just going to fuck with it because I'm Louis C.K. and I'm coming back. I'm, it's, I'm Donald it's Trump. It's my today. comeback tour. Yeah. You see, and I didn't follow any of that, like him trying to. He did that. He tried He, tra- to he kind of tried, and Louis it didn't C. work, though. I do know that. to come back, and yeah. it, fuck, it misfired like ugly. What about, do we have path for redemption for fuck ups like that for we people do. who do shit like that do you think I mean, look at mike tyson he got in charge with uh rape uh yeah he's, he's like america's sweetheart right now yeah mike tyson is american <laughs> <laughs> well he's got you got a point with that i mean he's like he's doing his marijuana thing now he's growing he's growing yeah, weed he the mike tyson ranch yeah, yeah. he was in a hangover everybody's like oh shit oh, mike tyson well and he says he's he like he he does not like who he was when he was okay, champion. Yeah. Like he sense. because he was doing cocaine. He's, he's like I was a stuff. fucked up person. Yeah. He's like I he, I just want to hug people now. He won't even hit the heavy bag. He doesn't work out because he's afraid his ego will get revved up again, and he doesn't like it. He's just like smoking weed and hanging out with people now. Yeah. it's a trip. It's a trip, and th- so that, yeah, that's a good. Uh, I guess that's a good example. I mean, I don't know. I think it's pretty rare though. But did yeah. he? Yeah, did he do an apology and shit or? Did he ever say anything publicly know. about it? No, huh? It just happened a long time ago, and then enough time know, went by. I just know that if you bring that shit up to Mike Tyson, he will fuck. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit for saying that. I saw that clip. Yeah, I'll it never do that. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so Mike Tyson was. Hey, Mike oh, Tyson, that. if you listen to it right now, my nigga, like, don't. Oh. Ave don't got no part of this. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I said you was America's sweetheart. I, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Dom ain't got no part of this. <laughs> bitch. Apparently, Mike Tyson is America's sweetheart. <laughs> I see the truth in it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's he's definitely he's coming around. He's like a totally different dude now. Well, like I said, that you need to watch it. You said you never watched it yet. Those Mike Tyson mysteries I know, are hilarious. I know. I see. Yep, I the cartoon. You seen that before? I have. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny. Definitely watch it. But yeah. No, yeah, I think it's hard for anybody like that to have a career like that and, and to come back. I mean, it's just it's hard. Well, I, the reason I ask this is because I do kind of feel like nowadays with the way people are so attacked for, for even things they say. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't, there's so yeah. much shit you can't even I mean, say. Look at, mo- look at most recently right now. The Oscars didn't have... A host because of Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart didn't want to do it because everyone was giving him the shit for the gay jokes that he made way back in the they day. They weren't even really jokes either. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. Is like I think it's important that we do have to have that, right? You, we have to be able to. People have to be able to like be like, dude, I fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was a different person. I'm working on it. I'm trying to be a better person. It's called learning. Tracy Morgan bounced back too. Yeah, that's a good he, one. Because he yeah said that thing about if his son was gay, he'd kill him. Or yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like after he almost died, it was like, oh, okay, it's okay to like Tracy Morgan again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting though, because that's kind of what I'm getting at. I'm like, what is, does yeah. the path to redemption look like? And it's like, oh, okay, oh, you have to almost death. die. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe that's part of it. You know, that, I'm surely that's that's factored in too. So now R. Kelly just has to have almost die, and everyone's gonna be like, oh dang, oh dang. Yeah, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I, <laughs> it's just like don't R. worry. Kelly's done, so. <laughs> I just don't wait for R. Kelly. To R. Make. Kelly tried to make gospel. <laughs> that nigga tried everything in his wheelhouse, and now that just and forget. now it just sounds now that sounds even grosser now. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to do gospel. That nigga tried all this to, stuff. You saved me. Yeah. <laughs> I was still looking at that nigga like, 
<laughs> you fucking underage you girls this. the whole time. Peeing, peeing on girls. Fucked up. <laughs> so, I think R. Kelly's R. Kelly's probably gone, y'all. That's probably a wrap for R. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be. Oh, yeah. Seems Curtain like. call for <laughs> Robert <laughs> Kelly. Uh, That's my Robert. One more. I'll squeeze one more news story in here because right. I thought this shit was a trip. Man returns home, finds stranger and kids living there. So this dude was he was traveling on a business trip, okay. and he traveled all the time. He went to South Carolina. He comes back, and his uh, wife and kids, I guess, were out of town too. So he comes home, and the first thing he notices is there's just like this random dog in his front yard. He's like, "What the fuck? We didn't get a dog. That's weird." And he goes up, and some lady answers the door, dressed head to toe in his wife's clothes, and she's like, uh, "Hi, can I help you?" And he's like, "Um." It's yeah, no, can this, I help you? This is my house. What are you doing here? And then kids come down the stairs behind her. Kids are decked out in his kids' clothes. He was like, "What, uh, <laughs> dude?" Somebody. She was just. She was like. She said. She made some comment to him about. Um, oh, because he explains like, "Dude, this is my house. What are you guys doing?" Yeah. She's like, "Oh, the, the something about the food. Like something he had. She was like a real fan of, and they'd been eating trash the house. Just been chilling in his house for like a couple squatters." Weeks. Yeah, and so then he did the right thing. He didn't get crazy or nothing. He just went outside and was like, uh, I'm going to have to call the cops. <laughs> Somebody needs to, I don't know what the fuck's going hey, on. Yo, what, if it was a weird, what if it was a weird like multiverse thing? It was his family in another universe. Because you know, they do all that weird multiverse <laughs> stuff nowadays. <laughs> he bumps into himself, like, evaporates. <laughs> man, fast shout out to that guy, man. Yeah, That guy is cool, patient man. as fuck. Yeah, can you yeah, imagine? I came back like, who the fuck is you, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little Nicholas running around here. And your house is trash. Oh, y'all done fucked my house up too? Oh. <laughs> hey, y'all got fucking I 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have got parental on that. I'd be like, y'all have 10 minutes to get this house fucking clean and out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give yeah. my fucking clothes and back. The way they described in the article, she was like just super laid back about the whole thing. Like, oh, hey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Well, we noticed. <laughs> yeah, you got a little problem over here. You need to fix this uh, linky sink. You we didn't want your food to go bad. That's why we're here. <laughs> so we just, just come so in and know. eat all the food, make sure it. Uh... But no, like squatters, like are a real problem. It's a real thing, and it's funny to think about because, like, we had talked about this before on an episode. Like, it's called squatters' rights, and like somebody can come into your fucking house when you're not there, take it over, and you can't like. Go over there and be like, yo, get out of my house. No, they have their rights to be there. You have to go through an eviction process, just like if it was like- In what cases is that? You know, like if like it, like an unoccupied building that you own or something? Or you can be gone. <laughs> in like, so like that chick could have been legit. She's just like, she could have just squatted because he wasn't there. Yeah. What? Yeah. That ain't right. I'll squat my foot in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll leave it there until you out of here. <laughs> Fellas, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for Whoa. coming. You had you. There's a lot to explore with you, man. You got all kinds of different aspects in your life. We didn't even get into the teaching thing. I'll be back, dog. Yeah, you got to come back. Shout Please. out to Eddie P. Uh, any shows you guys got coming up? You wanna? Yo, the uh, March 9th, come on out to Bohemian Beer Garden. All right, March 14th, come on out to Seven Circle. March 15th, Tennyson's Tap. We're playing the blues there. Playing the blues at Tennyson's Tap. March 15th. March 16th, come on out to Black Buzzard. It's going to be a sick show with Sick Duck. We're doing our damn thing. Um, April 10th, come on out to... 
We got a lot of shit. You're a fucking professional, man. You got him locked yeah, and loaded right awesome. there in the dome. He wasn't looking at nothing. He knew, he knew all that. <laughs> April 10th, Rock Steady. Drop it on by. Hell yeah. April 13th, it's Globe Hall. Drop by. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, you guys, if you want to follow him, it's Stonewall, one word, B-L-V-D. Stonewall, Stonewall Boulevard. Boulevard. Oh. And like he says, when he said at the, the concert, fucks with them. Fucks yeah, with fucks with them. Fucks yep. with us. Doesn't sound the same when I say it, though. Hey, it doesn't. Fucks, yeah. fucks with them. Yeah. Hey, fucks with them. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all niggas weird, man. <laughs> oh, okay. And Dollar with that, it's a wrap, sir. Cheers. Cheers.